Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Well, good evening. Good evening. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? Oh, pretty good. It's a, a rainy night out here. Yeah, it's raining here too. Yeah, it's been coming down since, ooh, probably like 1 or 2 o'clock this afternoon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been pretty darn interesting. So, all right, let's jump into this. Welcome, you guys, to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where Keisha and I recap both The Young and the Restless and The Bold. And this is the week of December 6th through December 10th. And... Did you think it was a pretty interesting week, or what do you think? Uh, it was average. Nothing yeah. too exciting happened. Yeah, I, I I agree. You know, it wasn't like, oh my God, we got all oh, something huge happened. We got to talk about it, but still, you know, we had a little something something this week. Yeah. All right, and the introduct intro into two new characters this week. Yep. New Two new characters. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Two new actors, well, actor and an actress into two yeah. new characters. Or I guess the, I won't say one of them is not, well, they both are not new, but they're on screen now. So, yeah, I just put it like that. Okay, so let's do our recap for first. Um, we usually do the Young and the Restless first. In the first half of the show, and then the second half of the show, we do the bold and the beautiful, and then at the end, we do flip the script, which is if there's a particular storyline or a scene that we wish we could change, this is where we flip the script. So, let's jump into this. Um, Nick rebuffed, this is the the quick recap for Young and the Restless for this past week. Nick rebuffed Ashlyn's offer to make peace. Chan struggled to readjust to life in General City. Billy was determined to bring Adam down. And Billy and Lily planted the seeds of doubt. And then um, Phyllis struggles with her situation between her and Jack. Mm-hmm. All right. So, which storyline you want to start with first? Uh, let's start with Phyllis and Jack. Jack is as much as annoying as Phyllis is. I honestly believe Jack is sending mixed signals. I one thousand percent agree. Because one day he comes up to her first, asked to go to her room, and you know, Phyllis is like, okay, well, we're going to talk in my room. What's this about? And then when he gets up there, I just want you to know that nothing is, I, 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 hey, even though I said what I said about me, you know, um, feeling like I'm, you know, I still love you, that's not going to change. Just forget that mm-hmm. you heard me say that. And I just mm-hmm. want to put it in the friend zone. Yeah. 
And then he sends this crazy text message today talking about, oh, I'm sorry that I didn't tell you that I was gone, but I'll make it up to you. I'm like, what? Right. That So the, that text message that he sent today uh, was like, it's like, what, why did you feel that that was necessary? Right. Because are you texting that same message to, I don't know, Lauren? You and Lauren are friends. Right. You know what I mean? Like, why Why did you find it necessary to text her and apologize for not letting her know that you had to go out of town? Like, it, you guys aren't dating. So it just doesn't make any sense. So yeah. I can... And like you said, as annoying as Phyllis is being right now, I can totally see why she's confused about things between her and Jack. But I feel like he's playing mind games. Correct. Correct. Fair. It's not, you know. And the thing is, is that it's like, why are you doing this? I mean, if you're not sure what you want to do, you need to go sort out your feelings first before bringing them to the table. Right. Because if you One moment, well, that was, of course, like a month or so ago, you saying, I just want you to know that I still love you. Mm -hmm. And then you've been playing cat and mouse for the last six weeks. And then turn around, no, we can't get into anything because I don't want to ruin a friendship. Mm -hmm. He disappears without telling her that he's going to New York. But then you come back after the fact with that. It's just like, dude, what are you, what are you going to do? It's one thing that Phyllis is, she imploded her relationship. And I still think that she blew up that relationship with Nick because she thought she had an opportunity with Jack. Yep. Now she Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'm saying, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, she could have easily walked away from that, but she didn't. She, She was like, oh, you still love me? Hmm. What can I do with that? Okay. Yeah. Let me go over here and act like Nick is so horrible for his, his for not the way he's dealing with his family and using that as a way to bust up our relationship. Right. Even as recent as um, when he was in Spain with Ashley. Remember the phone call um, between him and Phyllis and he was telling Phyllis like they were being friendly on the phone and he was like um, well we have a lot to talk about when I get back home but he did it in like a very positive cheerful tone of voice as if they were going to talk about being together right so it it's like it's like all these mixed um, messages that he's sending her it, it indicates that he wants to be with her and then all of a sudden you come back home and it's the complete opposite of how you've been acting. Right. So, I don't know. It's just, he's frustrating me. <laughs> it's yeah. like, just, just tell her, if, if you're going to tell her that you don't want to try again because you don't want um, your heart broken, then be firm with it. Say that that's what the thing is. I don't want my heart broken. This is not going to happen. And stop, and I wish that Phyllis would say that to him. Like, stop I wish she would he would she would acknowledge his mixed messages because she hasn't said that to him yet. Well, she's just like, as mixed up as he is. I mean, she's just as mixed up and messy as he is. You remember that? Remember that conversation she had with 
uh, Amanda. Amanda had to turn her friendship into an attorney role with her because she was mm -hmm. oh, giving these half answers and not being honest and feeling some kind of way cause, because, um, you know, Jack had left and didn't tell her about it. And Amanda was like, um, why should he? Y'all in the friend zone. Yeah, mm -hmm. I know, and I don't want to. I don't want to hurt him. I know it's like both of y'all is. It's one thing, you know, like you were saying, Phyllis is annoying as as usual, okay. But Jack is just adding on to this, and it's like y'all. It, either y'all be together or you don't. Yeah, I felt like that conversation between her and Amanda was more so her just not. I, it was almost as if she was embarrassed to say that she got turned down. So I felt like that's why she was dancing around the stuff Amanda was asking her. Mm -hmm. Because she she wants to be with Jack. Like, it's clear that she wants to be with Jack. Jack, to me, it seems like Jack is the one that keeps being playing hot and cold with that's true. is he, he going to try again with Phyllis or is he just going to let it go because he, he doesn't want to go back down that road again. That's like, true. literally hot and cold. Like, Within that, I think within one that same episode, he said to her something about um, how she—I can't remember the exact quote—but it had it was something to do with how she always makes his day better or something that he said to her. And then and that was like when they were down, I think, down at the at Chance's party. And then after they went up to the room, he dropped the "This isn't going to work out" bomb on her. And it's like just five minutes ago you were giving her another one of those warm and fuzzy compliments as it like a flirty compliment as if you want to be with her. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's messy, you know. And honestly, if Phyllis is going to you get well, okay, it's just so many wrong parts to this. Number one, Jack didn't respect the fact that she was in a whole relationship with Nick at the time when you dropped that bombshell. Mm -hmm. You should have known it was totally inappropriate. Yep. Now, I did have a conversation with someone that says the way that they put it to me was, well, you know, sometimes people have to let their truth be made known and let and at least they get it off their chest and put it out there. I'm like, uh, yeah, but the problem with that is that even though you release that truth, that person is still in a relationship with somebody else. Right. You know? And the thing is with that one, so yeah, he told her that and at, that, at the time, Phyllis's response was, you know I'm in a relationship with Nick and, and we're happy. Like she said that to him. And even after that, there still kept being little instances of him like showering, showering her, showering. Why can't I say it? <laughs> showering her with, um, with like those little lovey-dovey compliments about how he he's always cared for her and she, he'll always love her and she always makes him feel better or you know whatever whatever compliment that he wants to pay her. Mm -hmm. So. It was like even after she she put that wall up and she told him like this isn't happening in the very beginning, he still mm. kept coming at her with all those little 
compliments, all those unnecessary compliments that should have stopped, which really, I, he was inappropriate for doing it, but Phyllis should have put her foot down with him and and, and told him, con- continue to tell him, look, if you can't stop with these compliments and, um, you know, these in, these inappropriate whatevers that we're having or mm-hmm. that, you know, he's given her, then we need to put um, our friendship on ice because I'm in a relationship right now. Because yeah. I feel like it started out that way in the beginning. And then as the weeks went along, they started, that's when they started having Phyllis um, basically sabotage her relationship with Nick. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and this, and my thing is, are you, what are the writers, what direction are they taking them into? Are they going to keep playing cat and mouse with each other? Well, not each other. Like you said, Jack, keep mm-hmm. playing hot and cold with this girl. And then they end up together. Or is he just going to walk away from this period? Right. You know, I, I just think that was just so, it was so crazy that you set up a dynamic where you tell this girl, I don't want nothing else from this. I know what I told you, but I just want to keep us in the friend zone so I don't want to get hurt. You sneak out of town and then you undermine everything you just did by saying, I'm sorry I disappeared on you. You know, I'll make it up to you. It's like, what? Right. Make it up to me for what? For what? <laughs> you don't owe her anything. Y'all in the friend zone. Right. The, from what you said the other day. Yeah. You know, so it's like, boy, please, come on. I mean, either y'all go ahead and get together and just forget about it or walk away from this. Right. So, I mean, yeah, when I saw that, I'm like, because at first I was happy. You know, when Jack put his foot down, like, you know what? I can't do this with you. No, nope, I'm done. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, Phyllis, that's what you get. You threw away a whole relationship for nothing. Right. And then come back on Friday, we got this nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And it's, it's just, it's, he keeps going in circles. I feel like yep. he just, it just keeps going in circles. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, it does. It's just, it doesn't make sense to me at all. And then, and then on the other side of things is Nick sniff, not, I won't say sniffing around. Um, you see that they're starting to put them in more scenes together over the past like week and a half or so. He's been popping up at the coffee house, venting to her and talking to her about his problems, which I know Sharon is a therapist, but I swear it seems like every single time she's in a conversation with somebody, she's analyzing. <laughs> she's analyzing them. Yep. And giving them, yeah, and giving them some type of like, therapist type feedback and it's like can you guys have this one let this woman have a normal conversation with people yeah because she's always going into therapy therapist mode when she's talking to people yeah so like she did with nick when he told when he told her that he was gonna he had a box of stuff that he was going to take back to phyllis and she went into the whole well sometimes we do that because we want to hurt the person or we do it because we want to get we can't it, it hurts for us to see their stuff around the house so which one is it for you and it's like maybe he just wanted to give the woman her stuff back maybe he just didn't want to throw it away <laughs> so. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's crazy, you know, um, that she she does that all the time. Mm-hmm. And I know Nick was like, no, I'm just giving her stuff back. <laughs> That's it. You know, so. Anywho, I, I don't know. I just don't think they need to revisit that whole thing. Why are you taking them? Phyllis back to Jack and possibly Nick back to Sharon. I mean, come on. Yeah, I don't want to see and that. I would even, I wouldn't even mind a, uh, uh, what I, what would I call that? A square between Adam, Sharon, Chelsea, and Sally. I mean, to try to, yeah. just for the, the drama purposes of it all, all three of them are trying to go for Adam. Of course, Ray is going to be upset, but Ray and her, I just had a conversation about Ray and Sharon the other day, and they have zero chemistry to me. Yeah, I, um, I remember you saying that they're, I guess, they're supposed to be breaking up Mm -hmm. him and Sharon. Yeah, that was, that was the spoiler that came out a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. Which, if that happens, I'm assuming it's probably going to happen because of something to do with Adam. Um, which is just my guess, because that seems to be the only thing that they fight over is Adam. So, it makes me wonder, like, so if they do break them up and they end up putting Nick and Sharon back together, is there still going to be that thing there between her and Adam? Or are they just going to completely put a wall up there and like none of that foolishness is going to happen if they put her back with Nick. Yeah. mm. Because you know Nick ain't going to put up with it either. Right. Right. I don't know. I don't know how they where where are they going with all of this? Because you said like you said if if they are going to break up the Nick, the Sharon and Ray thing using Adam to do it. Yeah, Nick is going to have a problem with that, too. So, uh, it's just, I, I don't know. They, to me, I know they were good for a while. Especially, like, when, what was that when, um, what was that girl named? Uh, Mia. When she was on the show being Ray's estranged wife. Mm-hmm. And the time that, you know, Ray was crushing on Sharon, he was up in there fixing her cappuccino machine with no shirt on they kind of <laughs> built some chemistry and some stuff there but that's the that's the extent yeah. of it yeah i actually felt like they had back then i that's don't know what saying. happened it, yeah. it just fell off I, I mean he spent so much time being obsessed over adam it just became unattractive you know it's like yeah and Adam was always around, and Sharon would always placate to Adam. So, it, you know, people just like, okay, but, but what are we doing with Ray and Sharon? Right. They He's busy being mad at, at Adam, and Sharon is busy trying to take up for him. So, they spent right. <laughs> the marriage doing that. Yep. So, I think people kind of got away from the stuff that they had in the beginning. Yeah. I don't know. I... I, like I said, I wish they just, they should have just put Adam and Sharon together two years ago. I think so, they, too. You know, and when the moment that him and her had sex and, she, you know, 
she they were up against the wall and in the bedroom scene. They were hot together. That's probably why they ended up dating. They were like, hmm, maybe we can take this off screen. <laughs> <laughs> right. But you know, but then they just cut it off from there and they just never revisited. Only just the fact of the flirting and the hinting and all of that. So yeah. I don't know. I just don't want Jack and Phyllis back together and Nick and Sharon back together. We've been there and done that already. Same, same. I agree. I mean, I would have preferred her to stay with Nick. I mean, at this point, I mean, because there's no new guys, and I mean, they brought Chance back. Would Chance end up cheating on Abby with somebody? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I would say the old Chance with the blonde hair, he had a little interest in Phyllis at one time. Now, that could have worked, but this new Chance, I can't see that with, with Phyllis. Yeah, me neither. I don't think they're going to go back down that road anyway. No, but that's what I'm saying. There's no eligible guys that Phyllis could connect with. And there's no eligible women that Jack can start a connection with. And except for with Lauren, but they won't break up the Lauren Michael thing. Right. So I don't know. They should have just brought uh Ray's mom back to town. That would have been yeah, it. they could have used that. What's her name? Eva Long, not Eva Lord. What is that girl's name? I can't think of her real name. I can't think of her real name. Oh my gosh. Uh, it'll come to me when I least expect it. But I know who you're talking about. The the, the lady that played Ray and and um, Lola's mom. Mm-hmm. She would have been perfect for Jack. Yep. But then. Or- he- Mm-hmm. Instead of uh, getting rid of what's her name, Kyle's uh, Kyle's baby mama. Kyle's baby mama. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tara. Oh, Tara. Yeah. I wish they hadn't gone down that the the the, the storyline that they did with her because I I always thought that her and Jack would have been a a good couple had they not you know turned her into a criminal and a liar like they did. I think that, and I know that that's Kyle's baby's mama, but mm. I mean, he was in love with Summer, so it didn't really, and we know that family often shares a, shares mates, so it wouldn't have been that much of a big deal had him and Tara ended up together. <laughs> right, okay, yeah. They could have went that route, but, you know, they cut her contract, so that didn't. Yeah. Oh. They definitely could have did something with her and Jack. Yep. You know, um, but then who would have been? I mean, I don't know. We girl, we we pretty much are are just trying to get match people up. But right. It ain't going nowhere. I know. <laughs> Break up uh, Amanda and Amani's mom with with Amani's dad. We'll never see him anyway. They never had him on screen. Yeah, who is Amani's father? I mean, unless they come up with a storyline and bring him in somehow. But yeah. I doubt but they it. I don't even think they've mentioned, they've even said what his name is. They just say, they just talk about him. But yeah, they've never had him on screen or anything. So, hey, right. just break them up and put uh, put their mom with Jack. <laughs> yeah, oh, girl. 
<laughs> I guess I don't know. They they just don't know what to do. You know, mm-hmm. I like I say, you know, the only I would say awesome storyline right now is this whole thing with Billy because it's interesting as much as Billy can be frustrating. It's mm-hmm. an interesting storyline. Everything else is just like whatever. Yeah. I mean, pretty much. I mean, even the chance thing, you know, it's it's slow moving. He just got back, but we'll talk about him in a minute. So, yeah. All right. Did you have anything else on Phyllis, Jack and Nick? I do not. Okay. So. What uh, what's the next storyline you want to tackle? Um, you want to talk? Go ahead. You want to talk about chance? Yeah, we talk, we can get that one out of the way too. Okay, so uh of course Chance is back. Um he made his debut this week to General City, which is one of two people that came on to screen on these soaps. And thank God he's back because it's been a long time coming. It's been almost a year. Probably in another week it would have been a year. Um He came back last week to General City, right? Well, I mean, she was in Spain last week, and I think he flew in, like, Friday. And then it was the cliffhanger. I thought, no, he was back last week, because remember Jill saw him? That was last week when Jill saw him in, at the mansion. Okay, well. And this week, this week it started out with her, with them talking about the party that Victor was throwing for him. On Monday. Oh, okay. All right. Well, um, he. I don't think he's adjusting well, and Abby is trying to have him in these streets. Yeah. And this boy's like, can I just sit down somewhere and get my head on straight? <laughs> yeah, she. But she did. Um, I mean, I guess it was. She had already committed to the party, so he probably would have felt bad saying no. But she, I mean, she was willing to to call Victor and back out of it if he wasn't up for it. And he did better than what I thought he was going to do. Like, I thought he was going to get to the party and at some point just have, like, a total meltdown, which I guess he did go um, stand outside for a second to to maybe, you know, breathe a little bit without people in his face. Mm-hmm. But I thought maybe... I thought maybe they were going to have some kind of incident with him. I don't know, freaking out, being around a bunch of people. But he actually, yeah. I, I think it, it's pretty well. He got up and gave his little speech and everything. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I was referring to, I think he had just woke up and she used the baby to try to... <laughs> And, you know, um, Dominic wants to go to society. I'm like, what? Are oh, you talking about when they went to lunch at society today? Yeah, she's like, uh, do we have to go out? Oh, yeah, I don't need to go. I want to show you and you can eat all this food. And I'm like, girl, let that man rest. Yeah, I did feel like she was being pushy with that one. Yeah, that's what I was referring to, you know, because, yeah, she did try to give him an out to the party that Mm -hmm. was on Tuesday. But, you know, at this point, 
you know, she got to know everything that this man has went through. He need to be in some counseling right now. Yeah. Some, you know, some type of therapy because, you know, I don't know if he has PTSD from all of this. I mean, he lost his, his, his crew and it almost cost him his life and he was able to get out, you know, to save himself and his mission is over and now he got to readjust to be a civilian. I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. And not only readjust to being a civilian, but now you got a newborn at home. You got a baby. You are absolutely right. There's a baby as well, you know, so you walking into a a whole new life than what you were used to. And Abby is like, let's go get out in these streets. (laughs) Right. And I'm looking Personally. Oh, sorry. No, I was just saying, I mean, it it just looks like, it's like, girl, how in, think about what you're doing. I mean, yeah. that guy needs rest. He needs to mentally adjust. And that's why people like Devon and Mariah and um, Ashley and Victor is like, we need to keep an eye on him because that dude ain't looking right. Yeah. I, honestly, I felt like them throwing him a party was too much too soon mm-hmm. like the man literally just got back in the country and you guys are throwing him a party not at the house where he might be a little more comfortable but out in public mm-hmm. so I don't know I thought they were doing too much with that one yeah yeah I uh, I mean yeah, that was kind of soon. Why couldn't they just, instead of throwing a big party, maybe he's at the house, he's at the Chancellor um, mansion, and he's chilling out, and folks just come by and see how he's doing and go home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Instead of, I got to get up, I got to put a suit on, You got we got to get dressed, and then we got to socialize and music, and I got to give a speech, and you know, it's like, that's a lot. Right. So, yeah, he's not doing too well with this. What did you think about, speaking of Chance, which is, this is surrounded by this, is Mariah not going to the party? Do you think she was being selfish? Um, I don't know if it was necessarily selfish. Because how close were her and Chance before? I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't know how close they were before everything. Um, but I know she was invited, and she lied about the fact of why she didn't want it. She couldn't be there. Yeah, I don't know if I self. I mean, I don't really understand why she wouldn't want to be around Chance. Because I mean, it's not like the baby was there. At the party. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess they wanted her to be a part of it because, I mean, Devon was there, you know, and of course, who, because I mean, it's it's Devon, Mariah, and Chance and Abby who was all part of this whole plan to bring a baby into this world. So that's why I think they invited her. Oh, no. It mean, I don't know why. I didn't understand why they invited her. I was saying I didn't. I didn't understand why Mariah was reluctant to be at the party because it, if the baby was there, I guess I could understand because she's still 
obviously has um, that strong connection that she's trying to break free of, mm-hmm. but the baby wasn't there. This was an adult party, so I, I didn't understand why she was hesitant to be around Chance. Or maybe it was Chance, or maybe it was just Abby. Maybe she didn't want to be around Abby. I don't know. Oh, no. But she, she clearly is still not dealing with uh, being separated from the baby well. Yeah, she's not. She is not at all. And, you know, now that he's back, um, she got to deal with the fact that, okay, I can't just intrude and question Abby's thought process and all of this kind of, you know what I mean? Right. Because as long as she um, as long as she was, um, you know, single, she looks like she always need help. Now her husband is there and it's like, okay, do she actually need me around? I guess I got to take a step back now, you know? Right. So, I but don't now know. She, um, now you see she she's over, her and I guess Divine both analyzing Chance, talking about it. Did Chance seem okay to you? And it's like, y'all act like this man just didn't go through right a traumatic um, incident. It's like asking a stupid question. Of course he's going to have some re- residual effects from that. Yeah. And I and you know it's going to lead to them questioning whether or not he should be around the baby. And it's like, exactly. there are plenty of parents that have gone through traumatic incidences in their lives and are still able to raise their children. It doesn't mean their children should be taken from them. Right. Exactly. You know, I mean, but you know they're going to be like, especially Mariah and Devon. Mm -hmm. Well, do you think that he's going to be a detriment and maybe he'll go off the rails with the baby? Who was that that said that they don't, oh, that was Devon. I hope everything going on right with Chance because I, you know, babies pick up on the energy and I hope he's not picking up on the energy between his parents. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, um, just, it, just be real with yourself and pretty much say, uh, I miss that kid and I wish he was mine. Right. I mean, that's what this is all coming down to. Yeah, they're, they're basically picking apart everything, um, everything that they feel like is I guess emotionally that's going wrong in that house and it's like every family deals with this kind of stuff or not not maybe not specifically the kind of stuff that Chance is dealing with but every fam- family goes through trials and tribulations like nothing is ever perfect and just right. because right. there might be a rough patch here or there doesn't mean that it's not something that can be worked through or that the child is just going to be scarred for life you know what I mean they're just, mm-hmm. yeah, they're, they're overreact. They overreact to everything when it comes to that baby. Yes, they do. It's just like, give it a rest already. Yeah. You know, it's, it's always going to the deep end when it comes to Dominic. And I think, who was that? That was uh, Mariah having a conversation with Victor about everything. She called the baby Bowie. Mm-hmm. Victor was like, "But Bowie, 
yeah, that was the nickname I gave the baby when I was locked in the room and blah blah blah, you know. So yeah, I'm just I'm just over it. Y'all gotta come up with something. And it can't be infighting over this baby. Right. You know, because we had enough of that with Mariah and Devon before Chance came back. Yep. So I'm okay. pretty sure it's gonna go down that road though. Say it again. I was saying I'm pretty sure they're gonna go down that road with it though. Which, of course. Yeah. I don't I won't mind seeing the drama, I guess. No. I think I'm... everybody predicted this was gonna happen when uh Mariah and Devon volunteered to help Abby with the, having a baby. That's true. That is true. That is true. Okay. Did you have anything else with the chance storyline? Did you notice the the look he gave when um it was when they saw him and Abby and the baby at society with Devon and uh Amanda mm-hmm. and Amanda and Abby both said something about how Devon had the magic touch to to calm the baby down or something like that and oh yeah I did see you could that. tell bother chance yeah I did see that. Yeah, and he was looking like, mm, oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw it. Yeah, they're going to go somewhere with this whole thing. I just hope that the, he don't lose it where he walks away from this. And then Abby will be right back where she started. Yeah. You know, so. Okay. Um, Did you have anything else on that one? Nope, that was it. All right, so the other biggest storyline this week is, okay, let's talk about Nick and Ashlyn before we get to Billy and Lily. Yeah. Okay, so this is what I was telling you about on the last podcast, because that episode with Nick and Ashlyn's conversation was on Monday. And, um, you know, it's like, Ashlyn, don't you think it's a little too soon to try to talk to uh, Nick and try to convince him to be cool with each other? Not only that, but I don't feel like it's Ashlyn's place. It's not. That's a that's Victoria's brother. If Victoria wants to talk to her brother about mending their relationship or, you know, seeing where his feelings are about Ashlyn, that should be her doing that. He shouldn't that that's not his place to do it to do that nope not at all you know and you know he talking about oh for victoria's sake you know i hope that we can ease the tension getting it all out <laughs> so i'm like yeah okay getting out and he said nick was so funny he said yeah getting it all out i'm gonna change my mind about anything though yeah i guess I guess it would be different if Nick was causing um, Victoria some type of like mental, like mental, like she was going through depression or some type of mental harm or something like that. And he's concerned about his wife and Nick is the cause of it. I can Mm -hmm. see him confronting him about that, but Victoria seems to be doing just fine. So, so let me ask you this. So Ashlyn had asked him if Victoria had forgiven my past, why can't you? And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, just because somebody is okay with what you did don't mean everybody else is. Exactly. 
you know, and Nick was like, he couldn't even believe how Victoria even accept all of that. Yeah. Which, you know, yeah, Nick called him an opportunist and, you know, um, who's benefiting from his family. And um, if he, and Nick said, if you are no longer, uh, if your cancer is not terminal and question that. Now, I'm wondering why they brought that up. Remember Nick told Ashlyn that, you know, if your cancer was no longer terminal, he would wonder if Ashlyn had ever been sick in the first place. Yep. So, I'm wondering, are they going to try to do something with that? Why did he say that? I feel like it's it, they must be because that was a, that came out of nowhere. It did, didn't it? Yeah. It sure did. It came out of nowhere because I'm like, hmm, okay. And then next thing you know, the next next day, what happened? Mm -hmm. Ashley telling Victoria that um, his treatments were working. He said he wasn't in remission yet, but... Right, the cancer stopped spreading. Yeah. And I'm like, because remember, you and I talked about that, and you was you were asking, well, didn't Victoria go to Peru with him? And that's when I was like, well, he could have left her in the hotel room and went somewhere just to kick it and go back to say I had exactly. <laughs> right. And it's like, have you did you have have you talked to any of his doctors with him, or is it always just Ashlyn at the doctor and you're not there? Right. But I guess with as much money as he has, he could probably pay a doctor to fake it for him. Of course, because now what what that means is that now that he's been solidified owning part of Newman's empire, that's mm. huge. Then you're talking about the biggest scam slash coup in history. You know, this man faked his illness, got into his daughter's heart, meaning Victor. Mm-hmm. Got into his daughter's heart. This man, this girl put her kids at the house and then moved this man in to take care of him. She fell in love with him. She married him. He lied several times over and over and over again. She still married him. And now she's fighting against everybody in the world over this man. Set up this elaborate scheme. Girl, that would be so crazy if but that's what. But you know what? That would be chickens coming home to roost because you. What did my? Is that Maya Angelou that said when somebody show you who they are, believe them? Uh, I don't know, but I've yeah. heard that saying before. Yeah, when somebody show you who they are, believe them. And this man has clearly showed, and which is what Nick was talking about. You left your friend, your best friend, in the car to burn alive or burn to his death took his identity, stole money, and changed a will, defrauded a will right. in order to take her empire. Why wouldn't he Why wouldn't he do this? I mean, he, if he could do that to people that, you know, why wouldn't he come in here? Because I don't know if you read Richard Burgey, which is what his name is. He just solidified a contract with Y&R. So what that yeah, tells me, that. huh? I said, yeah, I saw, oh, I think, did you send that to me? 
Uh, I, I might have tagged you too. Yeah, maybe that's what you did, but I do remember seeing that article. Yep. So, girl, please, I'm telling you, if they are putting Richard Burgey on contract, they gotta have some big storyline because marriages don't last forever on the soaps. So, what is going to be the straw to break the camel's back that's going to come in between him and Victoria? That's going to be interesting. Mm. I yeah. would be, I would be looking for that. And if I was Billy, I would be sitting in the vast distance watching this all whole thing just crumble. <laughs> yep. I mean, I'm not a Billy fan because of everything that he brought on himself. But sometimes you got to let things ruin themselves and you just sit back and watch the fallout. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, because, I mean, seriously, if they write this script, because I saw somebody saying some spoiler. I don't know if it's actual, but some spoiler that he is supposed to, to flip this whole thing on his head. So I wouldn't be a bit surprised that they write this script in a way that because this, you know, Newman Locke is now, it's not Newman Enterprises, it's Newman Locke now. Mm-hmm. If he take buy some shares to give him, because they remember how they did, who was that? Was that Bill Spencer that did that? He ended up with more shares of Forrester, so now he had ownership and so before he gave them shares back to Steffi? Yep. Well, it would be the same way. If he finds a way to get more shares in that company, he could own that company over Victoria. And and while, oh, girl, that would be so huge. <laughs> I hope they go that route. Yeah, that would be interesting. That would be so interesting. Because imagine, Go ahead. I was just going to say, imagine how pissed off Victor would be. He would be pissed. And if I was Adam, I'd be like, that's what you get. You disown me. Because that's the other thing that happened this week. He brushed Adam off to the side and told Victoria and Ashlyn, I don't give a, excuse my French, I don't give a damn what Adam thinks. I was mm-hmm. like, uh, I'm, I'm over. It's over. <laughs> yeah. You use both your sons in the process. He yep. used Nicholas to get information in New Jersey, and then when he come back with the information, you jump on Victoria's side. Then you turn around, and you had Adam try to go after Chance come, and then when Victoria threw her hat in the, run, in the ring, you jump on Victoria's side. Right. If I was Nick and Adam, I'd be like, you know what? Don't don't talk to me. <laughs> If you were Nick and Adam, you say it? Yeah, don't talk to me no more. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> you know, because, and that was the one reason why I said, that was the one reason why I said that Adam should just run that company by himself. Mm-hmm. Because he should have known Victor has a history of having their kids, having his kids pit against one, one another. For right. sport, because he enjoyed watching his kids compete with one another. Didn't Nikki say something? Was that her that said something about you're not trying to make your uh, you're not pitting your kids against each other again, are you? 
Mm-hmm. And didn't he just kind of like chuckle or kind of like laugh it off or whatever when she said that? Yeah, and then Adam asked the same thing when Victor got ready to walk out that door when Victor told him, you know what, I'm not going to allow Newman Media to go after Chance come. I'm going to let Newman And then uh, Adam was like, so you want to have me fight up against Victoria with this and you're going to enjoy it. And he just turned around and looked at him and smiled. Girl, I mm-hmm. don't want no parts of that whatsoever. None. Yep. I, I wouldn't want no parts of that. It was all going so good for Adam. You know, and, and, and but he, the thing, go ahead, I'm sorry. I don't know, I was just going to say, now he's about to be right back right back to where it was before um, Victor decided that he was his golden child for the moment. Yeah, and it sucks, but the thing is, again, once somebody show you who you, who they are, you gotta believe them. I don't know why. That was the reason why Adam never really wanted to get close to uh, Victor in the first place. And mm-hmm. then the moment he let his guard down and get in the good graces of Victor, what happened? Yep. Yep. You know, so it's, now going back to the conversation with um Ashlyn, what did you think about what Victoria had to say? What did she say? I don't remember. Um, well, first of all, she defended um at what well what happened is Nick was warning Ashlyn, you know, about the fact that if he uh, if she ever got hurt or took advantage of her, Nick would become his enemy for life. And that's when Victoria walked in. Yeah. And he, she talking about why you threatening my husband. I'm like, that's your brother. He was, yeah, he's actually trying to protect you. He wasn't threatening him. Right. I mean, I guess he was, but, you know. And Nick told him, you know, um, Nick explained that Ashlyn had insisted Nick be honest. Well, Victoria defended him and assured uh, her brother that her husband was worthy of her love and trust. She dropped the subject and informed Nick and Ashlyn that, you know, Chance had been found alive and then Victoria asked Nick to set aside the attention and all of that. But there was a conversation that she was trying to make it look like none of that really existed, that everything that was going on Oh God! And see, that's and that's what I was telling you to look out for on Monday. Oh man, I wish I could replay it, but you know, there's copyright issues, so I can't. <laughs> They'd be like, "Nope, you can't publish that as copyright." Um, but yeah, she said something to the effect to him about basically trying to gaslight Nick into. Actually, what you're talking about and what you're seeing, don't believe what you're seeing. It was, oh my gosh. And I couldn't say because I didn't want to spoil it on last last week's episode. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and some of the people that's listening to us, they might know exactly what I'm talking about because she definitely tried to gaslight him in that moment and Nick did not fall for it. She, he walked out of that piss, basically. When Victoria tried to basically try to um, 
get Nick to pretty much disregard everything that he thought had happened wasn't really true. And Nick was like, what do you mean it wasn't true? It was true. You ain't going to tell me that none of this stuff is fake. It all of it's true. All of it. So I can't remember. I can't remember that part of the conversation. Yeah, I can I only remember when um when she started talking about Chance because that was that was his first time finding out, and again he was the last to know, the last in the family to know about what was going on when it came to Chance. <clears throat> like he was when everybody found out, or when everybody thought he was dead, he was the last to to find out that um, Chance was quote-unquote killed and he was feeling some type of way about it. Yeah, but let I'm... me see. I'm trying to see if I can find that because I was like, no, she didn't. Oh, hold on one second. I'm going to have to... I'm going to find this clip. Let's see, my TV is still on mute. Okay. I'm going to find this clip. And, okay, here's the conversation with Nick. Come on. Quit playing. <laughs> Girl, cause I'm trying to get it to fast forward. Okay, here we go. And so, um, and maybe if I have it put on low, maybe it won't catch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find. You can put your, ca- put your caption on and read what they're saying. I know. Oh, I can't, can I? Hold on. Mm-hmm. Let me hit pause. And I'm going to put the caption on. Come on. Oh, that's at the bottom. Okay, caption on. Okay. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so let me let me get to the scene. And then I can possibly read. Sorry, guys. I got to find this. When I'm when I get stuck on something, I gotta be like, <laughs> okay. Is that my phone? Okay. Oh yeah, we also gotta talk about well, I guess that would be part of the whole Billy situation with Sally. Oh yeah. Yeah, because uh that was the other part of that too. Is this whole yeah. thing with Sally and um, her trying to? I don't even know why she was even talking to him either. Because I I don't ever really remember the two of them ever really talking before. Exactly. On or something. I'm like. Sally, why do you think after doing what you did with his brother that he was going to be cool with you talking to him? And when you told him the information, shouldn't that tell you something? And I think, Mm -hmm. honestly, Adam must have had to pick up on that. Because then, okay, because we'll talk about that too. Hold on, let's see. Okay. Okay, oh, back it up, back it up, back it up, back it up. Okay, this is where she walks in. And then they switched over to Noah and Adam. <laughs> okay, let's see if we get back to that part. Uh, I'm trying to make this go by as fast as possible. But I got what is called smart remote. And sometimes what'll happen is it'll go through the commercials and it'll stop. 
and I have to re-fast forward it again. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But I, I get why, you know, why it's doing that. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Man, this must have been at the end of the episode. Okay, 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 okay. Lily Billy, Lily Billy. Oh, here it is. Okay, what'd she say? Um Okay, this is where she walk in saying, Why are you threatening my husband? Why would you assume that he's out to hurt me or take advantage of me? So much for your promise to stay out of my personal life. I was being honest. I wanted to find out how he felt. That's what Ashlyn said. What would be the advantage of finding out how he feels? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you refuse to give Ashlyn a chance to prove he's a different person? People change. Ashlyn is worthy of my love and trust. You don't understand. Look, I can get an actually good news. Okay, yada, yada, yada. Keep going, keep going. Uh-huh. Okay, she's talking about Chan. It was right before um, Nick left. Okay, they're throwing him a party. Yeah, 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 at the Grand Phoenix. I'm hoping that we could put aside our tension and just be there for Chance and Abby. Okay, fine, whatever. Oh, commercial. Darn it. <laughs> Girl, wait, it's so crazy. Because I, I, I remember, I was like, no, she didn't. Hold on. Uh, 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 uh. Okay, let's see. Are we back? Oh, we're back in the office. Whoa, stop. Okay. Abby, Levon, talking to him, and then Dad showed up. Look, the only reason I heard the news, she read the Crimson Lights. I wasn't personal. It all happened very quickly. I'm not trying to think about Dad right now. But I feel like it. Oh, she was telling him like he like it seems like you blame others for what's happening in your life and you're the one alienating those around you. That's oh yeah. And I'm she's saying I'm just saying that you're the only one who thinks you're always in the right and everybody else is wrong, but maybe you should take a look at yourself and ask yourself, is there something I'm doing that's at the root of all of this? So pretty much she tried to put the blame of all this stuff that's happening in the family on him. That's yeah. the problem. And I'm like, no, you didn't just try to do that to him. What's happening in the family is because of what you accepting with your husband. <laughs> that's what's happening. That dude, y'all brought in a dude that was crooked as crooked can be. And he's trying to stand up for y'all stand up for you, and then you trying to tell him why you putting the blame on everybody else like everybody else is wrong, but maybe it's you that's wrong. And <laughs> Nick was like, uh, I'll see you later. And I don't blame him. Yeah. Because, you know, how you going to blame him for something that he absolutely had nothing to do? He's trying to speak the truth, what's in front of him, and you trying to make it like it's his fault. Yeah. I yeah. Think about that. First of all, I wouldn't have even come to the um, uh, 
meeting or whatever you want to call it with Ashlyn. Right. Because for what? <laughs> I don't I don't like you. I don't trust you. We don't have anything to talk about. <clears throat> we don't have anything to talk about. Um but secondly, I feel like it's a little both of Victoria and Nick. Mm-hmm. So Nick has a right to feel how he feels about right. Ashlyn. Mm-hmm. He has a right to not agree with um what he did in his past. That's that's fine. Mm-hmm. And Victoria, on the other hand, has a right to to tell Nick or her feelings towards Nick be if you can't accept my husband, then we don't really have anything to talk about. Because you're basically you're not accepting me if you're not accepting my husband. They just need to leave it at that because every time they're together, they're just going in circles. Right. Because they're talking about, you know, how she's forgiven Ashlyn for what he's done. Um, how come you can't? And he's telling Victoria, I can't believe that you you're you're okay with what this guy did in his past. And it's like, no matter how many times each of them says that to each other, neither one is gonna change their mind. So it's either accept things the way they are and move on with your lives together as siblings or you're not going to accept that Ashlyn is the way he is and he did what he did in his past which means you're not going to have a relationship with your sister because you can't get over it mm-hmm. and the same with Victoria she can't get over the fact that her brother does not like her husband so you're not going to have a, a relationship with your brother anymore basically right pretty much so I don't know I, and to a certain extent I would say Victoria I, I won't say she's right in saying that maybe the problem is Nick because I mean Nick has valid feelings but at the same time Nick is Nick is allowing the way he feels about Ashlyn affect his relationship with his family and I think he like he wants Victoria to forgive him or he wants Victoria to he wants to mend that relationship, but it's never really truly going to be mended because you can't accept her husband. Right. So it's almost like they're at, they're at an impasse with it. Yeah, pretty much. They had a standstill. Mm-hmm. Yep. Impasse is the first impasse is the perfect word because nobody want to budge. Right. You know, Nick is stuck on the fact that this man did some crazy, vile things and the fact that his mom, his father, and his sister is over it is beyond him. And then Victoria is like, why aren't you over it? I'm over it. Why can't you be over it? Right. You know, so I I guess Go ahead. I was just going to say, I guess really it just comes down to is he willing, will he eventually be willing to just get over what he knows of Ashlyn's past since everybody, since nobody else seems to care about it and mend his relationship with his family or is he just going to forever be on the outside? I just think there's a huge trust issue there because, and in a way, I don't blame him because it's not like the one instance with the brother. I mean, the brother, the best friend. That's huge. How mm-hmm. do you leave your best friend in the car to die and you just run off 
And then you try to make it look like it was you that was killed. But then you take his identity and show up for a job interview he was supposed to get. You know, I mean, and then the other thing is, you know, the whole thing with the fraud. I mean, it speaks volumes. He's not that far removed. And he wasn't called a Loch Ness Monster for a reason. Yeah. You know, I think to me, the for with the, the incident with the best friend, I don't I can't blame him for not being able to rescue his best friend out of the burning car. But, but he left him there. when he took his identity, right? That's the part to me that was shady. Like you took your best friend's identity to move on with your life. But he didn't even call the cops. He ran. He just left him there through his he he left his wallet there because they thought that the other person who he was was the person in the car. So he calculated yeah. this. He was like, okay, I'm still alive. There's nothing I maybe can do except for call the police or the ambulance. Or but then he was so worried about being found out by his parents that he just left and said, okay, I'm just going to throw my stuff here and I'm going to just go and show up for the job. I mean, there was no help, no nothing. He could have been anonymous and say, hey, I saw a burning car on the side of the road, something. You know what I'm saying? He just left him there. So, I don't know. I Like you say, he, if you can't get a person out, that's fine, but you just don't leave. You know, and then you throw the wallet there to throw off your identity so you can pick up somebody new and then moving on to the part about the uh the will mm -hmm. you fraudulently changed the will to say that this person who probably had other heirs or whatever said all this stuff go to you yep well i think didn't they say the um there weren't any heirs that she left all her money to charity well, the the thing is, they are, then there's a script flaw because they also said when it when it came out about what he did was that there could be even though the statute of limitations was over, there could have been civil suits in regards to the inheritance. So either when they originally wrote the script to say she had no heirs, but then they said that there's civil suits regarding the inheritance. That's that's a writer's flaw there. I guess I thought they were referring to the the charities that she originally left the money to but they're, they're still they're still heirs they don't the heirs don't necessarily have to mean biological whoever was supposed that the who gets the inheritance whether that's the charity whether that's a company whether that's you know anybody that's going to receive parts of money left behind mm -hmm. you know they were going to sue for that so he made it look like ain't nobody get nothing. <laughs> I get it. Well, all. they didn't because he took it all. <laughs> he took it all, right? You know. So, and how I wish they would have. Um, I wish they would have kind of rectified that to make him not look as bad by him maybe showing proof that over the years he donated, like what he made his millions or billions that he donated money to those charities that she initially left her money to or that, who she really left exactly. her money to. But yeah, they exactly. didn't even do that. He didn't even do that. That's what I'm saying. And they just like, and I think Victor 
Victor liked ruthlessness. So I think he was more apt to accept this guy because he's more like how he thinks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he's bonding with him over this whole thing with um with them coming from like, you know, he came from an orphanage and then according to Ashlyn's story, you know, he was abused by his father and had to run away from home and you know, so all of a sudden Victor had a soft spot for that. Uh-huh. And how he brought himself up from nothing and Victor brought himself up from nothing. So You know, I just hope they turn this thing around and make this look like the biggest coup that has ever happened on YNR history that somebody actually got over on Victor Newman. Yeah, that would be insane. (laughs) That would be huge, but what makes it worse is that you went through his daughter to do it. Yeah. That's the problem with that, but we'll see because they definitely have Richard Burgess, you know, sign a contract, so He's going to be with us for a while. Yep. All right. So the others, because we, we are over an hour. <laughs> wow. so, it's been um, that long? Huh? I said it's been that long already? <laughs> yep. Hour and eight minutes. Okay. So the other remaining storyline this week is the whole thing with Billy and Lily and their plan. So this plan that Billy has to have everybody think that he is just off his rocker. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. So are they trying, is he trying to, what, make them feel sorry for him so he can work behind the scenes or make them think, make people think that he is just out of his mind and not thinking? I don't know. What do you think this plan is about? My guess is that he, if they think that Billy has um, basically fallen off his rocker uh-huh. gone back to drinking or whatever that Billy can, maybe Billy's thinking he can catch them off guard they're going to drop their guard and he can possibly try to catch them and I don't know get them to somehow admit that the whole thing with Ashlyn that whole story was actually true I don't know if maybe he's planning on recording them admitting it or how he plans to do it, but I apparently there his plan is to have them drop their guard because they're going to think Billy is is not in the right um, headspace to to be thinking straight. And, and I don't know. I don't know exactly. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. I, I really, I don't because my thing is you can you know, make them pull their guards down, but how are you going to prove or get somebody to corroborate the story that Ashlyn's thing was true? The only way he can do it is to get them on tape admitting that everything that um, what's the dude, what was his name, Gaines? Everything that he said on that video was actually true. Like, that's literally the only way that he can get proof of that is them admitting that they set Billy up and that Gaines wasn't lying and that they put that whole plan in motion just to take Chance calm down. Okay, and that's a good point. How do you do that by what you're going to sit up there at the bar and dry and look like you're faking your tears and 
they come up and say, I'm sorry we did this to you, Billy. We know it's all true, but you brought this on yourself. I mean, I don't know. Mm. That That's going to be interesting to see how this plan plays out. And then Sally talking to him was just, I'm like, Sally, why don't you just mind your own business? I mean, yeah. she, she's always, she's sticking her nose in Adam's business. She's sticking her nose in Billy's business. She's just peeping around corners. It's like, girl. I was a little surprised, though, because when she went back and told Billy that she ran it, or Billy, when she went back and told Adam that she ran it to Billy, um, and Adam asked if she could do a little spying for him, Uh and she seemed kind of like, I don't don't really want to get into all of that. I don't want to do that, or I don't want to be a part of that. Like, I thought she was going to jump at the chance of um, getting in the business and doing some spying. But she seemed like she was kind of put off by it. Like, why are you asking me to do this? I don't, I'm not trying to get involved in some drama, which is funny because I always felt like it was going to be the opposite with those two and that Sally was going to drag Adam into some drama and get him going back to that little sneaky scheming stuff that he used to do but it looks like it's the opposite right now (laughs) to me that's double uh, not you not what you're saying but she's Mm -hmm. double talking because Mm -hmm. if you really didn't want to get involved you shouldn't have never talked to Billy in the first place then when you talk to Billy you run back and tell Adam so what do you mean you don't want to get involved you're doing it that's why he's asking you to do it because you the one started it yeah that's true you know so yeah she did pretty much give him give him the idea (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you gave him the idea, you know, because if you hadn't ran up in there talking about, well, I had a conversation with Billy, and he seemed like he might be going down a bad path, and blah, 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 and he told me this, that, and the third. Okay, why did you go tell him that? If you don't want to be in the middle of this, why did you talk to Billy, and why you go run tell your boss? Right. You know, so you sound like you double talking. And then when he say, oh, hey, go talk to him again. Well, I don't want to get involved. Oh, please. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but do yeah. you think that, um, because so when him and him and Sally were talking about it and he was like, well, my intention wasn't to, um, he said something like my intention wasn't to drive the guy to drinking or into a depression or something like that Mm -hmm. and it seemed like he was sincere about it but then when he ran into Billy at society it was like he was throwing jabs at him about um, basically about how he's a a a screw up and um, sitting at a bar isn't going to do anything to 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 change what happened and it was like he was railing on him and it's like well you were just telling Sally five minutes ago how your intention wasn't to to drive this guy into a depression and now you're at the bar like what appears to be Billy drunk you're at the bar like downing him <laughs> so yeah, I just I were, didn't understand that yeah, they were throwing shots at each other because he was like, I'd rather be me than you and you a horrible person. And I'm like, y'all sound like two little bitty boys in the sandbox. I mean, it's just, at what point, who is that? I think that was Adam talking about what point has this come to an end? 
But I mean, he's part of the problem too. That's the thing. Is he says that, but look how mad he is about um not being able to buy chance Kyle. Well, I mean the thing is he mad at his father because the thing with that whole situation, how you gonna get me up and and part of this plan, you stuck it to Billy. Now Billy steps down and then the, the, the company is up for sale. You say let's go after the company. But then when you find out your sister is going to throw in a bid, then you tell me to back off. He should be pissed. That man took him through all of this only to say, eh, forget about it. I'd be pissed at Victor too. <laughs> so, yeah, I understand him being mad at Victor, but there's still the other things that he's said about Billy. So he can't act like it's just Billy going in this circle of revenge because... Adam also wanted to see Billy fail too because he said it several times over the last couple of weeks about sticking it to Billy. But so you, that, I mean, that was satis- that was satisfactory for him as well. So it's not just Billy that wants to get the revenge thing on. Adam is going back to that Adam that he was before about also wanting to hurt Billy. Like they keep going back and forth at each other. Well, remember Adam took a step back from Billy. The only reason that they moved forward coming after Billy was because of this Victoria wedding and games thing. Because remember, Adam was the one trying to hold Victor back, saying, no, I don't think we should go this route. I'm trying to go in straight and narrow. We're trying to look. You're not being petty. And then, you know, Victor was pissed. Like, you know, well, I don't want to wait too long. We need to do this. So they took a step back. The moment that man decided to bring games to that girl's wedding, all bets are off because it's like, okay, you're doing too much. So a lot of this stuff Billy started because, as I say, they they were going to take a step back from Billy. Adam wanted to take a step back from Billy, but you know they brought he brought games to that wedding, and at that point, Victor and you know Adam said, "What are we gonna do about Billy? He was disrespectful. He brought this man." We got to figure out what to do with him. He almost destroyed Victoria's wedding, blah, 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 blah. And then this sent this right back into a tailspin. So I'm wondering if the writers hadn't had where Billy brought games in this thing, would they would have stayed away from each other? I don't think they would have. Because, yes, Billy did do what he did, bringing games to that wedding. But everything also stopped. But because, but just because of the action of him bringing games to the wedding, it, it didn't matter that things were all squared away. They wanted to get payback on Billy. So they went well, back actually, down the rabbit hole. Because Victor, Victor, all Victor told Adam is what to do. He said, at this point, are, are you ready to do what I need you to do? Because he was pissed. Victor was pissed about this thing. Then Adam, Adam went along with it. Adam went along with it at that point because he's like, okay, fine, you know, this is crazy. We had to, you know, do whatever to, you know, to, you know, subdue this thing and keep it under control. And so they were pissed. So, I mean, I think it's a reaction to a reaction. But um, that's how it always is with them. It's, it's one does something, the other reacts. The other does something, the other reacts. So it's like, there's never I don't ever feel like there's ever really a you started it or you started it it's just back and forth between the two of them and yes Adam did take a step back in the beginning when Victor uh, you know initially wanted to go after Chance Com, 
but he jumped right back in it the minute he felt like I don't know I guess he had enough for Billy or because does he really care about Victoria's wedding did he really care about Victoria's wedding no I think he was no from what somebody was saying (laughs) he did this because I don't know I, I, I really I'm trying to go back and look at this and look at it from your direction to see and of course obviously between Victor and and Jack so they gotta have a next generation type of battle which technically Mm -hmm. would be Billy and Adam you know I just Billy needs to sit down somewhere I I really oh he does for sure you know, because here's the other thing, and we said this before on previous podcasts, is that all the traps that Adam and Victor set for Billy, if Billy hadn't fell for it and say, you know what, games go away. I don't want no parts of it. You know, Victoria's married to Ashlyn. I don't care. I just want to move on. And close the door in Gaines' face when he showed up out of nowhere. No issue. But they did that knowing that he was going to react and blackmail and all this other stuff, girl. So, I mean, he got, but all of them got to take accountability. Victor is not going to take accountability at all. But he never does. Billy, Billy got to look at this, you know. I mean, Lily is still aiding and abetting this whole behavior. You know, it's just like y'all just waiting to, y'all waiting to implode. Yeah. You know, so anywho, it's it's just I I kind of want this whole thing with Ashlyn to blow up in their face and maybe they'll take a look back and like dang, maybe we should have cut this guy loose. Yeah. I just know that I I feel like their take their Adam is going back to his old ways in a sense. Not oh. as harsh, but he's going back that way. Because he wasn't when uh, when he was starting to do the whole forgiveness thing, <clears throat> all the little shots that Billy was throwing at him, he would have before he would have walked away. And it just been like, um have a good day because that's what he was doing at first. When he was trying to turn a new turn over a new leaf, he wasn't engaging in the little jabs and any of that. But now he's gone back to engaging in the jabs with Billy and you know being snide and and all that kind of stuff. So I feel like they, I, I that's what I I said it last week. I feel like they're taking Adam back down that road again. Yeah, well, I don't like it. I honestly, when Victor told him, you know, we're not going after Chancecom, I kind of wish that, you know, Adam would have just said, you know what, I'm walking away from all of this. I need to do my own thing, you know. And because the money ain't there, because that's the other thing, he's going around trying to call people to get money now because Pops won't get him the cash. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a sucky situation, you know, but, you know, Adam, you know your pops. Yeah. You get, you get played. Nick just got played. Now's your turn. 
Yep. So, anywho, do we have anything else on that one? Um, I. Huh? Oh, what do you? What about um, Lily's, Lily's part in all of this, helping Billy with the whole little story about Billy falling off the wagon and all that. How she remembers she went to Victoria and was asking Victoria about the signs that, like, what are the signs um, that I should be looking out for when Billy starts spiraling out of control? And she that to kind of plant the seed of making Victoria think that something was going on with Billy or something possibly might be going going wrong with Billy. They're trying to set the seeds out there to let the Newman family know that he's off his rocker as a part of that plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah, I just hope that if they go through this, you know, are they going to get a win out of this one? Because if this is just going to blow up in his face again, and then now she's the chance, she got the job as head of chancellor. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to be bothered with none of that. Look, I'll be like, you know, I'm like, dude, I just got this new job running your mama's company. And now you got a whole nother plan of trying to take down the Newmans once again. I don't want no part of it. I understand we're in a relationship or whatnot, but can we move on? Right. You know, I mean, but she keeps, yeah, I'm, I'm here for you. I'm here for all of this. Okay, cool. You know what? And whatever headache or blowback that comes from that, then you got to deal with that too. Because, I mean, girl, that's crazy. I don't... She's the only one... I mean, did did Phyllis go that far with Billy into his mess? No, didn't Phyllis... Phyllis used to co-sign his mess too, didn't she? Oh, yeah, because he actually... You embezzled money from Jabot to pay for gambling debts. I mean, it's like, and then he just never learned. He still think he's entitled. Mm-hmm. You know, to uh, why can't I continue to be in a different job? I yeah, I blew this one up. Can I go to the next? And it's like, dude, when you gonna learn? Right. So even outside of the whole Adams and Victor thing, he just that entitlement of his. I can just keep blowing up bombs in my world and I should go right to the next thing without anybody questioning me. It was like, I mean, because remember, he also asked Jack for money to buy Oh, yeah, that's right. And they're going to tell Jack, um, I can never count on you to support me. That's that entitlement. (laughs) Don't nobody owe you nothing that you have done. That man, they got to give you one red dime or one red penny. He ain't got to give you nothing. And then you turn around when you don't get what you want, then you want to throw something like that on him. Man, please. Mm-mm. Nope. And I feel like um, because Victoria still hasn't talked to him about wanting to send the kids to um, boarding school after the holidays. So her thinking that Billy is um, not basically not in a good headspace right now is going to justify why she wants to send them away. So that's something that's gonna that's gonna backfire on him. Like if he if he has an issue with them being sent to boarding school, it's gonna backfire on him if they're making her think that 
Billy is going through some stuff when he's really not. Right. Girl, it's just it's just too much. And hopefully, like I said, it's an interesting storyline to see how it all gonna unfold. But it'll be something if it blows up in Billy's face and it blows up in the Newman's face, especially if they make Ashlyn a snake. Yeah. So Alrighty. Was there anything else, girly? Um, the only other little thing was Noah. Mm-hmm. And you see him making googly eyes at Tessa. Yes. Again. Yep. So we headed down that road at some point. Yeah, but she's still talking about how much she loved Mariah. So I she mm-hmm. I don't know. She's it's talking like, about her now, but Yeah, where's that gonna lead into, right? Yeah. Because obviously it's, it looked like um, Noah's feeling some kind of way about that girl. Yep. And they, there's like little things that like Devon and even Sharon have said like when they were looking at the pictures of Tessa I think Devon said something like even you you still um, something about how he can he still knows her pretty or very well or something like that to be able to capture her um, pictures the way he did or I forget how he worded it, but Sharon kind of said something similar too. So it's like, I don't know. You, you know how they like to plant little seeds. Mm-hmm. They're indicating how well Noah um, knows Tessa, and even after all this time apart, and yeah, yeah. That that that's what you say. No, I was just saying something's gonna happen there. Of course it is. It's going to be a situation where they're going to end up in some type of rekindling of their emotions and Mariah's going to walk in and she's going to be devastated. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, how did y'all get together? Like they say, how you start out is sometimes how it ends. Yep. So. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Um, what else? Is that it? Um, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, anything else? All right, let's move on to the second half of the show because we spent an hour 20 this time on Y&R. Oh, um, yes, girl. Yeah, <laughs> I guess we got a lot more to talk about than we expected. <laughs> okay, so on the bold and the beautiful for the week of December 6th, Liam and Hope chose to move, but Brooke wouldn't hear of it. Sheila struggled to see what so what, Sheila struggled to see what was so sexy about Deacon. Steffi urged Riz to consider ending his marriage to Brooke. Deacon found a job and a place to lay his head, and Taylor made a surprise return to L.A. Alright, so we got the Deacon storyline and we didn't see no Carter or, or Paris this week, right? Nope. Nope. Okay, so basically we got one one big storyline. Yeah. Okay. To me, I think you brought this up before. You said that actually by them living in that cabin 
their family is growing. They need to move out anyway. Yes. I agree with you. <laughs> now, I don't like how Rich went about it, but at the same time, he used her words against her. Yeah, he did. Because she came in there previous week saying, you know, well, if I can't be with my father, I'm going to move out. And Rich was like, oh, okay. Well, you know <laughs> what? Move out. Well, and then she wanted to backpedal. Until Liam was like, well, you know, maybe we should get our own place. Yeah. Which they should. You a married couple. Now, listen, I understand when you're starting out, you know, small home on a family property, cool. But both of y'all got, like Liam said, it's not like we ain't got the money. Uh, you're right. He worked for Spencer. You worked for Forrester. Y'all should have plenty enough money. Right. Plenty enough money to go and um and get your own place. Yep. So, yeah, I, 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 they should move out. Now, Brooke was like, you ain't going nowhere. Now, here's the interesting thing. She says in one breath, I can't tell Hope what to do. She's a grown woman. Mm -hmm. But in another breath, she said, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so, which one is it? Can you tell her what to do or not tell her what to do? Yeah, maybe she, she probably should have said if she doesn't want to move out, she doesn't have to move out instead of she ain't going nowhere. <clears throat> yeah, but that's the thing. Hope and Liam is like, yeah, maybe we should. And she was like, I ain't hearing it. You ain't going nowhere. And I'm like, what, you going to stop them? I mean, what, <laughs> what are you going to do? You going to stand in front of the door and say, no, you can't move your stuff up out of this cabin. Yeah, okay, bro. Sure, right, whatever. Yeah. I don't think uh, I feel like um, Liam and Hope didn't really want to move anyway. You, you think so? No, because they would have. There wouldn't have been any argument about it. They would have just left a long time, and they would have done it a long time ago. But when when Bridge told her like, "Well, you guys got to go," and she had that look on her face of, "Oh, dang! I don't think I really meant it when I said that before." <laughs> Mm -hmm. I they obviously like being there because of the convenience of having um, Ridge and Brooke up at the main house and um, uh, what's her name um, Donna apparently is always there because she's always got the kids so mm -hmm. I don't know I, I just yeah. think the way Ridge um, went about it which I mean the argument with Hope started last week on Friday and mm -hmm. kind of bled over into um, half of Monday's episode. It was just, it was wrong. Like you can't, just like Brooke said, this is my, this is my house that you moved into. This is my property. You're right. not going to tell my daughter she has to go. This should have been a conversation um, with me and you, not you going to her telling her you got to find somewhere else to live. Right. Yep. I mean, he went about it the wrong way. And she's going about it the wrong way trying to tell him, no, y'all can't move out. 
Now, I do agree with you on that part with what you said about hoping Liam probably really don't want to move because even if, if they were so sold on say, you know what, we do need to move out, it wouldn't matter what Brooke said. Right. She'd be like, Mom, I understand, but we're married. We're a husband and wife. We're a couple. We're adults. We have to make our own decision for our family. We need to move. Right. So, yeah, maybe she didn't truly want to move and she was just saying that and throwing that out there. Like you said, you know. Um, what do you think about this whole thing with Sheila trying to seduce Deacon? Um, that was a little, it was a little odd. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and don't you need, you know, I could come and get, I mean, so I'm like, girl, please. Why are you trying to do that? And and the thing is, is that, and I'm, as much as I hate to see Deacon sleeping in a storage room, I know, at least it's away from Sheila. Yeah. You know, and then Sheila showed up at the job, too, talking about this where you stand. Why don't you come back to my place? Deacon like, no, because I ain't trying to mess that up. And he's honestly, he need to stay away from that girl. Yeah, he does. Because and the moment, the moment Hope finds out that he's still been in communication with her, it's over. It's over. Yep. And I, I'm wondering if Sheila's doing that on purpose. Maybe she's trying to do that. You know, that maybe because she don't have a relationship like she want with Finn, that she won't try to blow up his spot. Yeah, you know Sheila don't, she don't, she doesn't know boundaries. I nope. mean, look at her, look how often she pops up at, um, around Finn. Right. Popping up at his job. She was popping up at the house knowing that Steffi didn't, you know, want her there. Right. So she definitely ain't going to have any boundaries with, uh, with Deacon. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. You know, and if that means even setting him up to fail, she won't have mm-hmm. no problem with that because now misery loves company. So now she would be in the same situation he's in. Right. I can't get to my kid. Now you can't get to yours because she's jealous. Yeah, and she's saying. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying that she said that to him, too. Like, she said something about, I'm not going to act like I'm not jealous that your relationship with your you're like basically on good terms with your daughter and I still haven't gotten anywhere with I forget Mm -hmm. how she worded it but it was it was something to that extent exactly you know and she's jealous of the fact that he got feelings for Brooke too yep she is which like I said last week he gonna ruin it he's gonna his chances with hope yeah he pushing his luck because mm-hmm. you already know you should be working on your relationship first with hope who knows whatever happens after that it is what it is you know if brooke starts sniffing around him then ridge was right you can't trust your wife right but other than that that his main focus should be hope not brooke not how brooke feels it should be hope and how she feels right you know but I will say as much as 
Ridge is insecure. And he's, he definitely made a statement. Was that Steffi? Steffi made a statement and said, you know, you wouldn't be feeling this way if you knew that your wife wasn't going to turn. Exactly. You and the, the other thing, which um, I think it was when Bridge and Brooke were, were having another one of their arguments about Deacon. Or no, it was it was when Bridge and Hope were talking about um, Deacon mm-hmm. and Brooke. Um, Hope said, you guys weren't even together when she when that happened. And he was like, it doesn't matter. There was still a betrayal there, I guess, talking about her betrayal of um, of uh, Bridget. It was, he said it was still a betrayal and it was still one of the, the worst mistakes of her life or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, if you have that strong of feelings about that mistake that she made at a time that you two weren't even together, mm-hmm. then you have some for real insecurities about your relationship. Because she didn't even cheat on you with him. Nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah, it's. Oh my goodness, that this whole thing is about to blow up, and with them bringing Taylor on, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we hear Steffi and Thomas talking about, "We miss you, Mom. Miss you. We all should be a family again." You know. Yeah. I'm like, where did this come from? Mm-hmm. I said the same thing. You know, I'm like, dang, y'all definitely made a sharp left. Right. Both both of y'all, y'all 30 still talking about we miss our family. Y'all got families of y'all own. Right. He got a kid <laughs> and Steffi got two and a husband. Right. Like, oh. cut it out. Y'all need to cut that mess out. Exactly. You know, so... Yeah, that definitely came out of nowhere. And obviously, that was the lead on for them to bring on Taylor. Yeah. What did you think about the new Taylor showing up uh, in today's episode? She looks a lot like the old Taylor. Yeah, she does. I'm, You know her. The voice tones is different. I kind of want to yeah. see how she connect with, you know, Ridge. Because Ridge is like he was happy to see her after having that fight. Right. But that's how it's, Bridge and Liam have so much in common. They'll fight with one of one of the girls and then turn around and see the other one and be like, oh. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that is so crazy. So, I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to seeing what the... Because, I mean, they do need a recast, you know... Um, the Taylor character because Hunter Tylow obviously she doesn't I guess she doesn't want to do you know the character anymore so they had to get somebody to take her place you know yeah yeah I'm glad they um finally recast her because I missed having the Taylor character around yep 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 so although them to uh find her a better wig because that that wig was terrible. And it was obvious that she had a wig on. Oh, <laughs> man. So, was it somebody else that had... Oh, no. I was thinking about something else. Never mind. It was one show that I saw. You could 
clearly see that there was a big extension in the back of her head. And I'm like, y'all could have did a better job of that. Right. You know, I don't know. Bold have an issue when it comes to hair and makeup. <laughs> you know, I really don't see that as a, a big issue on the Young and the Restless for a minute. Michelle Morgan, when she came back as Amanda, when she had the bangs, mm-hmm. I'm glad they finally just let her wear her own hair. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Bold definitely have an issue because Steffi has had extensions. I've seen Brooke with some in the back of her head when she got a fancy pinup style or something. You can tell the difference. It's like, don't y'all, can't y'all find some stylist that, you know, <laughs> anywho. But yeah, they. I wonder if they're going to continue to have her wear that. So we'll definitely see. Yeah. That's the only line that we actually had this week. Yeah, it was. And there was there was no we saw Bill. Oh my God, Bill and Liam. Oh, that's right. I forgot about him. And I'm sitting on his two cents in. Bill, you need to shut up. Right. All the crap that you did, you you ain't afraid of Deacon. So why is that? Why should you put in a scare tactic for everybody else to be afraid of? Exactly. I liked how Liam said um, she said something about how he doesn't need him getting involved because at one point Hope was telling him that he needed to stay away from from Bill because of all the stuff that he had done. Oh, exactly. And it's like you say that, but then you still try to tell Hope that you don't want her to have but you see how Bill tried to justify that. He said, yeah, I understand that, you know, Hope at one point told me to stay away. But he said, the reason I do my bad things is for family. Deacon yeah. does not. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. You're still doing bad things. Right. You sound like Victor. I do everything because of my family and I love my. I'm like, no, you did and, bad things because you chose to. And was you slept with your son's wife? Uh, hello? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, or when you... Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say, or when you set your son's wife up to look like you guys were still having an affair? Like, what part of that was doing something for your family? That was you. doing something for yourself. That was doing something for yourself, so you need to get out of here with that. He need to go somewhere and sit down. It's like Bill. Well, you shouldn't even be talking right now, right? You know, and you gotta, you gotta keep that monster and that creep, and you're trying to bring him around the kids. Okay, if he can't be around the kids, you definitely shouldn't be around. Exactly. The last yeah. thing Liam needs is some advice from that guy. Exactly. How to deal with his marriage and Deacon. <laughs> and then he, um, and then he's like, "You want me to do something?" And then for a minute. Liam was thinking about it, like, nah, nah, never mind. You just need to stay. I'm like, what you? No, come on. <laughs> so, yeah, that whole conversation was so crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, pretty much all we had this week is the infighting over Deacon between Brook and Ridge, you know, between Hope and Ridge, and then Steffi and 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 Thomas. That's another person who don't need to talk. It's Thomas. Tom- yeah, you, I'm, you, you used your son 
You scared the crap out of them just to get the hope. For a minute, they was trying to put you in an insane asylum. Right. And it's like, you know, you creeped everybody out by falling into a vat of acid. It's like, dude, don't say nothing. Bill don't need to say nothing. Ridge don't need to say nothing. <laughs> Y'all all need to sit down and shut up. <laughs> and they said, take several seats. Right. You know, so... Yeah, and Deacon just needs to stay away from Sheila. He got to stop letting talking to this girl. Talking about, oh, we're friends. You don't need to be friends with that girl. Period. Yeah, he got to be smarter than that. He got to be smarter than that. You already told that girl that um, y'all not dealing with each other, but at the same time, you still seeing her. And then talking about y'all friends and all this other kind of stuff, showing up at her place and Mm-mm. You need to cut I, it out. Yeah, I do wonder if at some point, um, if Hope is gonna find out he's living in a storage closet, mm-hmm. and is gonna feel sorry for him, gonna feel sorry for him, and offer for him to come and stay with him. <laughs> oh Lord, that's possible, girl. That is really possible because I mean, some kind of way. If it's found out, he's sleeping on the floor somewhere, you know, because he can't find a decent job. Well, he got a job working at the restaurant, but yeah. now he don't have a place to stay, especially if he ain't staying with Sheila. Yeah, she might feel sorry for him. Like, oh, my God, you can't do that. He's trying. He's got a job, you know. Right. So, well, I mean, do we have anything else? For bowl this week? Um, I don't think so. Okay. All right. Well, let's do our flip the script segment. And what that is, if there is a particular storyline or a scene that you wish you could change, this is where we flip the script, guys. So what you got for this week? My why and our flip is... um. The scenes with Jack and Phyllis. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I want. I wish Phyllis would have called Jack out on his flip flopping when it comes to his feelings for her. Yep. Um, instead of just, I, I feel like she's being too nice to him, and I, I feel like maybe she's doing it because she doesn't want to run him off because she, want, clearly she wants to be with him, but she needs to call him out on his BS. And tell him, look, either either you want to be with me or you don't. And if you don't, then you need to stop with the mix the mixed messages. Like stop with all the, the mushy compliments and you know all of the extra stuff that you've been doing to literally make me think that you wanna be with me. Right. Yep. I got you. And what you got for bowl? Um, and then my bolt flip is when so when Taylor showed back up in the picture today, I, I, I didn't. I was hoping that they wouldn't make it to where she was going to be coming back thirsty for Ridge again, okay. and still like reminiscing or not reminiscing, but um, hurt over the past. Um. So instead of her coming back talking about, well, I didn't come back to your wedding because it was still going to hurt. It was going to hurt too much to see your dad and Brooke together and. Um, I 
I still love our family, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, girl, it's been 20 years. Okay. <laughs> it has been 20 years. You haven't gotten over this yet? Exactly. So I, I wish it would have been totally opposite where they didn't even have a discussion about Ridge and Brooke and they just talked about um, her missing her kids and, you know, just moving back to L.A., starting starting fresh and I don't know what her plans were going to be without mentioning anything about Ridge and Brooke because bas- they're basically going to make her character all about Ridge again. She's okay. going to be consumed with Ridge and I, I can't stand that. Because I feel like that's how Taylor has always been. Yep. Okay. All right. So, um, my Y and R flip is when Adam and Victor's last conversation when he said, "I'm not gonna allow you to go after Chance come. I'm gonna let Newman Locke do it." I, if I was Adam, like you know what? Then at this point, we're done. We're done. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we went through this together. We went through this whole elaborate plan. And in the moment that my sister decided to throw her hat in the ring for this company, then you jump ship and leave me hanging to dry and tell me pretty much to step off Bucky. No, Mm-mm, I'm done. And if he said, well, what does that mean? Well, you think it means. I can't do business with you. I'm trying to reform my life. Yes, we did what we did to Billy, but... Now I didn't got knee deep in it, and I end up with nothing. I still got this company, but I'm not going to continue to get involved in your schemes, and then you leave me out dry. So no, I'm done. Don't ask me to do nothing else unless it's business related with regards to what we currently do. Fine, but any other new ideas or schemes, you can keep them. Go give them to Victoria. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with uh the bold and the beautiful. Um, I would have if I was Liam and Hope I'd be like you know what I mom I'm sorry I we need to move it's not even just because of Deacon it's just time I mean we have a whole we got four people living in that little cabin it's not just mm-hmm. me and Hope we got an 8 year old and we got a I don't know how old Beth is now but you know, we got a, we got two kids over there and two adults. We have the money. It's time for us to get our own place. Yep. And move out. And if and she's like, well, I won't allow it. Well, mom, guess what? It's not up to you. My husband said we need to move. We need to move. Sorry. I know you hate <laughs> to see you. Oh, I don't want you to go. I love the grandkids. You can see your grandkids anytime. Right. So. They yeah, I mean, yeah, what you say? I was gonna say yeah, they act like they was gonna be moving like hours away from where Brooke lives, as if it was gonna be a a hardship for her to come and visit. Yeah, you know, it's like they need them to get their own place, you know, a new house or something, you know where they can have a space to move. That little bitty cabin, it was great when it was just the two of them. Yeah. You know, it was two of them. But now y'all got four people living in that in that little cabin. It's time to go. Yep. So, and you've been saying that for I don't know how long. Yeah. I always hated that they lived in that little cabin. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so now And it was the same thing with 
Sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, and it was the same thing with um, Rick and Maya when they were there. They lived in the pool house. Mm-hmm. Or whatever they called it. I think it was the pool house or I don't know, something. Mm-hmm. It was like, why are y'all living in a pool house? Rick got plenty of money that he can find his own mansion somewhere in Beverly Hills or LA, wherever they live at. Exactly. I mean, it's the same thing when we was talking about Thomas not being able to find a place to move. Yeah. It's like, what do you mean? They got more money than the average, you know, everyday people. Right. You know, why would you think that he can you know, I don't know. I just thought that whole thing was crazy. I can't find a place to say that was, I was like, okay, yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. You know uh, what? I haven't, we haven't seen anything from Wyatt and Flo in months. I, I can't even remember the last time I saw Wyatt on screen. Yeah, there has been some speculation on whether or not they're still part of the show. And let me see, because here it is. Have Katrina Bowden and Darren Brooks. Um, they, what they talk about, it came out last month, actually. Um, they addressed their absences. And so, let's see. Bill revealed that he hasn't been featuring Bowden and Brooks because they're, oh, they're working on other projects right now. But he assures oh, okay. fans that they are still very much uh, a part of the makeup of the show and that he has incorporated them in storylines set to air later coming up. So, yeah, they're still part of the show, but it looks like Darren Brooks is in a Hulu and Peacock series, The Crude's Family Tree, and he signed a reoccurring role opposite Grey's Anatomy alum Sarah Drew in the Apple TV comedy Amber Brown. So, yeah, they're busy with other stuff. So, and I ain't mad at them. Y'all trying to make money elsewhere? Go right ahead. Yeah. I Didn't his, um, him and his wife, did they just have a, a baby recently? I, like in the last several months? I think it was earlier this year. I think so. Oh, okay. Earlier this yep, year. Yep, I think so. So, yep, we'll definitely have to keep an eye on what this new storyline that they're going to have. So, all right. Well, it was a great show. We spent, a, I guess we had a lot to break out, break down on Y&R and we only had one storyline on the bold and the beautiful. And sorry guys, I just had to find that point. What we were talking about on Monday episode with Victoria and Nick I, and how she tried to push off the blame on him when, yeah, everybody else are doing wrong things. So, um, other than that, you don't have anything else. We can end it right here. And I'm trying to think. I haven't seen Monday's episode because it's currently this. We're recording this podcast on a Friday night, so I usually catch Monday's episode on Saturday morning. So I don't. Let me see if I got some scoops for next week. Um. I guess, okay, they said the women of General City are taking no prisoners this coming week. The powerhouse, oh, let me see, is that old or new? The week of December 13th, sorry. Uh, nope, not yet. So, 
most of the spoilers usually are out on Saturday because the, the week is not over. So I don't have a lot yet for you guys this week. So we'll just have to continue. We did see the preview for next week. So for Y&R. So we'll see what happened with all of that. So Wait, we'll... that, mm-hmm. go ahead. Remember the preview for Y&R next week. Yeah, it wasn't. You know, it it wasn't spectacular. spectacular, right? Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Well, other than that, you guys be blessed. We appreciate you coming back every week to listen to the podcast. And until then, we will talk to you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.